Okay, why are we talking about pictures? We've got to move on past that one. There we go. Why are we talking about pictures? Well, because we're in the series called Picture the Change. And if you look at pictures, pictures, pictures often give you a good idea of the change that has occurred. You say, yeah, but why are we doing this on Easter Sunday morning? Well, if you have your notes, some of you picked up notes on your way, and if you have your notes, because Jesus' resurrection is all about change. It's all about change. In fact, if you get this one line, this one line right here, if God can give Jesus a new life, he can give us a new life. If you get that one line, you've got the message for this morning. If, if God can give Jesus a new life, and he did, then he can give us a new life. And he can. Easter's all about change. In your notes I have this verse. Just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Easter's about change, about Jesus coming to change our lives. And of course, it's not change how we look, it's change how we live. What a lot of people don't understand is that the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, it's available to work in our lives as well. I put this verse right in your notes. I pray that you may know the hope to which he has called you and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is like, it's the same power as the working of his mighty strength which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead. If Jesus Christ, if God can give Jesus Christ a new life, he can give us a new life too because that same power is available to change our life. And they say, what kind of change? Here we go. Three in particular I want to talk about this morning. Number one, we can have a new clarity about life. We can have a new clarity about life. In John chapter 9, Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. Why? Well, because people are, are stumbling in, in confusion in their lives. People are stumbling like they're stumbling in the dark and they're asking questions like this. What's the point of life? What's the point? What's the, what's the purpose? Why are my relationships so hard? Why aren't, they work, why aren't they not working? Why am I not happy? See, Jesus Christ, he came to help us see clearly. See, if Jesus Christ changes us, number one, we'll begin to see things in a different way. We'll begin to see things in a different way. And number two, we'll begin to view things with a different perspective. We'll begin to see things in a different way. Lots of you in this room know the song Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind. And now I see. See, that's what Jesus Christ does. He comes to help us see life clearly, to give us a new perspective. So we'll view things with a different perspective. We'll see our past differently. We'll see our life differently. We'll see our future differently. If Jesus Christ changes our lives, he'll give us a new clarity. Number two, he'll also give us a new confidence. We can have a new confidence in life, particularly about the future. See, the resurrection's all about change. One of the things he wants to change is he wants to give us a confidence in life. A lot, of, a lot of people are dealing with insecurity. In fact, I've read that every single person, I just read this not too long ago again, that every person in life is dealing with insecurity and doubts. We're, we're all dealing with insecurities and fears and worries and doubts. 
And since I read that, I read it years ago, and then I just read it again recently, I've been watching. I've been watching people. In fact, I begin dealing with people, understanding that we're all dealing with insecurities and doubts. And, and I think it's absolutely true that we all are. I think some people hide it with humor. I think some people hide it with shyness. But I think we're all dealing with insecurity and doubts, but that's not how God wants us to live. He wants us to live confidently. And so he's done things for us, and he will do things for us. So let me point out five different reasons we can have confidence because of a, a relationship with God. Number one, God will forgive everything we've ever done wrong. This is one of the promises of God, that he'll forgive everything we've ever done wrong. See, guilt and shame, they destroy confidence. But God says there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. God says, I, I want you to have a clean slate. says that to every person in this room this morning. I want you to have a clean slate. And that's why Jesus came and died for our sins, so that we could just ask for forgiveness. And God would forgive everything we've done. Number two, the second thing that God does to give us confidence is God begins changing our destructive habits. He begins changing our destructive habits. And most of us have destructive habits. And I'm not talking just about things like alcohol and drugs. I'm not talking particularly about that at all. I'm talking about things like anger and worry and depression and anxiety and unkindness and selfishness and bitterness, the things that make life miserable, that destroy relationships at home and at work. That's what God came to change. And if God can give Jesus a new life, he can give us a new life, and he'll help us change these things. So the Bible says if any person's in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things, they pass away, and all things become what? They become new. See, that's what God's offering to us. He's offering to help us change those destructive habits. What, what else can we have confidence in God? Well, number three, that God will work out all the details of our life. If you have a relationship with God, God promises to work out all the details of our life. We know that God works all things in our lives together for good. So we don't have to work everything out. See, if we have to work out everything in our life, if we have to juggle all the plates of life, well, that, that creates real stress. That's not what God wants for us. God says, let me help. God says, let me help work out the details of your life. Number four, God's going to give us strength God's going to give us strength to face whatever happens. A relationship with God, this new life that God offers, it, it isn't a life without any problems. That's not what he's promising. What he's promising is that he'll be with us when we have problems. He's promising to, to turn those problems, and even in the bad things of life, work them for our good. That's what he's promising. So he's, it's like God's saying this morning, are you tired? Are you tired? He said, come unto me, all you that are weary and tired. That, that's what he's offering. The Apostle Paul said, I can do everything that Jesus Christ asked me to do. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. God wants us to plug our lives into him. Some of us are trying to run our lives unplugged from God. That's making life much harder than it's supposed to be. God wants us to plug our lives into him. And then he promises to give us strength to face whatever happens. Number five, in the end, 
God will give us a home in heaven. God's offering a purpose now and a place in heaven when we die, and, and we're all going to die. That's why Easter is the greatest day in history. This is the greatest day in history. If you're in this room and you can't be happy on Easter, you can't be happy. This is the greatest day in history. This day. Some of you say, how about the resurrection? Without the, how about the crucifixion? Without the resurrection, the crucifixion doesn't do anything, right? We have to have the resurrection. And Jesus is making this unbelievable promise to us. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even if he He'll live even if he dies. Man, it just doesn't get any better than that. If there's a better promise in the Bible than that promise, I don't know what it is. I am the resurrection and the life, Jesus says. Anyone who believes in me will live even if he dies. There is a life after death, and Jesus Christ is promising that we can live that life with him in heaven. You say, can he pull it off? If he can't, no one can. If he can't, no one can. How many of you filled out your, your NCAA basketball bracket? Did you fill it out? Some of you filled it out, didn't you? You know when you do that, you've got to guess who's going to win? Actually, in each time, all you're saying is which team's the best team. You've got to pick which team's the best team 67 times. Because there's those four early games, right? You've got you to pick which team's the best team 67 times. Well, on Easter Sunday morning, we're asking, which person is the best person? And the answer is Jesus. That's what we're asking. Which person is the best person? And it's Jesus, because he's the only one that can rise from the dead. So he's the only one that can give this new life and resurrection from the dead, too. Number three, the last thing God's offering is a new connection in life. He doesn't want us to have this distance between us and God, and there is a distance between us and God because of sin. Sin pushes us and God apart, but he doesn't want that. That's why he sent Jesus. Christ died for our sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring us back to God. See, that's, that's what this is all about. It's about us getting reconnected to God because we were created by God and for God. We're created by God and for God. Now what he's offering us is a, is a new relationship with him. A relationship as what? As his child, as his son, or his daughter. That's what he's offering to us. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. God's offering us a new life. If God can give Jesus a new life, he can give us a new life. That's what he's offering today. It has nothing to do with religion or denomination. It has nothing to do with that. We're Baptists here, but it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's the message of Easter. I want to have a relationship with you and help you to have a new kind of life, a life with clarity where you see life differently and a life with confidence and this new connection with God that will start now and last forever. It begins with a prayer. This new relationship with God, it begins with a prayer. You say something like this to God, God, I want this fresh start that you're offering. I want this. I believe Jesus came and he died and he rose again and, 
and I ask you to forgive me and give me that clean slate. And God, wherever you direct me, that's what I'll do. That's where I'll go because I want you to make this change in my life. That's what God's offering this morning to every person in this room. Now, here's the truth. Some people in this room, you've experienced it already. You already met God in this kind of way. You prayed a prayer like that where you asked God to give you this new start. You asked God for forgiveness. You made a commitment to following Jesus Christ as the Lord of your life. You've done this already, but some of you haven't. You haven't done it yet. And I want you to get the message of Easter this morning that if God can give Jesus a new life, he can give you a new life too. Can you picture it? Can you picture that God can do this in your life? We're going to have Tara come and sing for us right now. And I, I want you to see that this is, this is out there. That God wants you to know that your life can be different. Because if Jesus Christ, if Jesus Christ can raise from the dead, if God can give Jesus a new life, he can give you a new life too. Can you picture it? Good God. 
can give Jesus a new life, then God can give us a new life. This is the message of Easter. If God can make something beautiful out of the death of Jesus Christ, he can make something beautiful out of your and my life too. So if you're here today and you've never experienced this, and you're sitting here thinking, I wish that could happen for me, it can. The, lost, the last song, it just pictures it so perfectly. He can take who we are and make it completely different because if any person's in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things pass away. Behold, all things become. That's what he's offering. If God can give Jesus a new life, he can give you one too. If you want to talk to somebody today, grab me, one of the other pastors that are here, somebody that brought you, and say, hey, how can this happen in my life? And we can show you how. We can take God's word and show you how this change can happen. Hey, thanks for coming. Let's stand together. Hey, we're glad you chose to, to celebrate Easter Sunday morning here with us. If you don't have a regular church, I want to invite you back. Next week, we're going, to, we're going to keep going in our series, Picture the Change, and we're going to talk about how God can help us change those destructive behaviors in our life, those destructive patterns of behaviors. We're going to talk about that next Sunday morning, and I invite you back. Step out and get a picture taken, will you? Let's pray together. Father, I thank you for the hope that you give to us on Easter Sunday morning, that this life isn't it, but there's another life after the grave, and it can be lived with you. And Father, I thank you for the hope you give that if you can change Jesus Christ's life, if you can give him a new life, you can give us a new life too. And so, Father, I pray for anyone here right now, and they know they really don't have this, but they want it. Father, give them courage. Give them courage to keep searching, to talk to someone until they can have this personally in their own life as well. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.